Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Flashbacks, quarterbacks, baby got back. We go back in time and you know what it smells like? Smells like teen spirit. That's right. Roswell, New Mexico, season one, episode six. Smells like teen spirit. The after show at After Buzz starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Let the buzz begin. You know who Rosa reminds me of? Hmm. Steph Sabra in the booth. Just a oh, tragic really? character. No. Laquizer. Yeah. All the other Just stuff. Just this all the way around. Oh, wow. You know? She doesn't have half the personality that Steph has. Oh, I thought you were going to say, oh, yeah, she doesn't, Steph doesn't oh, have half, half the personality. Oh, man. But Steph is in the booth, so everyone at home who is tuning in, we will read your live comments as she is there. And of course, my name is Tehran. I will be hosting the panel alongside the one and only Jim. Jim Alexander. Is in the building. And of course, George is here with us as well. That's George Corey, Tehran. I love the last names because Liz used the last name as she walked out on Max <laughs> yeah. on this that episode. Good and we're going to talk about that and much, much more as we talk about the flashbacks, prom, Michael and Alex, Max and Liz, Isabel and Rosa, Rosa's murder, which we kind of got a glimpse at, or did we? The Blackouts, Who You, our special segment where we pick a scene and a character in the show and let it relate to us. And of course, we do have some ultimate predictions for next episode. And are we getting a next season let's talk about all these things let's jump right into it starting with george what were your overall thoughts on this episode my overall thoughts are that i love this episode because i felt it went full circle i understood everything that was happening in front of me all the time because i got the backstory you got the backstory so you like the flashbacks yes like the flashbacks jim good recovery from the last show i wasn't a fan of the last one but this one gave us a trip down memory lane and we kind of saw all these answers that we were getting clues for for the last four or five weeks or did we i actually have a lot more questions this Ah, week than i have answers and i'll tell you a couple of them overall thoughts great episode definitely possibly the best of the of the season it's a contender created intriguing yeah yeah, it created created empathy in the characters for us knowing the backstory was fun. I enjoyed seeing them. And they did a really good job of making them look super young. Yeah. They did a really good job. Put a baseball cap on Max. That's a lot (laughs) Well, they used maybe extra makeup and things, which is the dress. It was really good. I will say this. Questions that I have. Do they look like aliens in a normal form? And now they're mimicking humans? Or is this an entire race of human-shaped aliens? I think they're just humans who have these superpowers. As we saw them as children, they look like perfectly normal kids, and they are reasoning. They're finding out what their powers are. So you do not think they're aliens from outer space? I do believe that, but I just think that they're more similar to humans than we give them credit for, or the town gives them credit for. Did you see them bleed? Did you see their blood? What color is it? Is it all human-like? I don't know. I think there might be something underneath that skin. That skin might be some kind of liquid nitrogen type of blood that they have. I think it's just the outer appearance that makes it look human. 
color of the handprint? Yeah, of the I was blood? asking Jim saying maybe there's some sort of plasma running through. Yeah, them. yeah. I, it... I'm like imagining plasma like, going. I mean, right I'm through. just surprised they look human. Why would they look human? They are aliens. Why would we? We've adapted our shape because of the world we live in. Right. Is their world that similar that they also look like us, or are they just humans and this is an experiment? There's much more to the alien backstory that we're finding out, and we're finding it out through Isabel. And also, the alien shape keeps appearing. Uh, the the circles with the with the little three mark in the middle. Oh, yeah. We saw it on Michael at some point. We saw right? we saw handprints. We've seen it on people's hands. We've seen it being drawn on paper. I mean, this alien symbol stands for something. So when I say I have more questions, now I actually have questions. Why didn't Max? Actually, kiss Liz. Like that. There's a question. I understand. <laughs> oh, I got the answer to that. You got 14 openings. Let's make a move, Max. No. But then when he did make a move, it was a little late. And then we see uh, Michael and Alex, and that move didn't work out. And then it did. You know, this is this is how the show keeps going back around. Let's start off with the flashbacks. Liked it, hated it, loved it. No, no like or hate involved. I loved the flashbacks. First of all, I thought that the casting was phenomenal. And that as these, the kids, as the kids yeah, right? As the, kids. Yeah. the kids look like they did. Yeah, they looked like their respective characters. And I loved seeing the high school wardrobe theme. I thought the wardrobe team at Roswell, New Mexico, did an outstanding job dressing them. I thought it was great. The brighter colors bring out the youthfulness. We saw the bangs in Isabel. So I, I really thought that it connected well to the viewers. You mean like when they were teenagers or in 2004? Both when actually. they were kids. 2004, okay. 2008. Yeah. It, it flashed back yeah. in different scenes and, yeah and i thought it was done tastefully in each time that they provided the flashback jim were you a fan yeah it was cool i mean the kids the 2004 look was i mean they casted some especially the michael kid he he was a dead i ringer. actually thought the isabel right. was even better because she, yeah, she, she, she had she had the old she had the old she looked older though she looked older than those two other boys well maybe like. it was just her maturity po- possibly yeah. uh and then the teenagers yeah i mean they just put a hat on max and Isabel got the a little in the bangs. The bangs yeah, but it, it made a difference enough to. It put did. Them, it, yeah. I believe them as teenagers yeah. as well. They did look ten years younger. Definitely, I thought they were ten years younger. One part which I was having confusion with is why is Rosa hanging out in high school so much and she's nineteen? <laughs> right, she had held back. She had to have been held back with all her issues. Well, I don't think she was still in high school. I think she was just hanging out at the high school because even the girls who were in the car with her were high school girls. Yeah, but when you have, I think it's because she, her sister was in the high school, and that was the connecting point. She was close to her sister. That's how that's you catch what, a charge, George. That's how you catch a charge. <laughs> I don't think she was partaking in any of that. Well, how old was Isabel? I, I'm seventeen, it, probably, because Max was seventeen. Some guess and they're all the same age. Oh, so we're we're we looking at it in in a situation. I really like the flashbacks. I thought they were done extremely well. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I like the concept of them as kids and them finding out, out about their powers. Something that was intriguing was the fact that Michael had way more control over his powers as a kid than he does what I feel like as an adult. Mm -hmm. He was powerful enough to bury the guy that Max killed, basically, with his power. And he was the one who basically went through the puberty last. He went through the power exchange last and wasn't aware of it until that moment. Kills Kills the transient that seems to be attacking or disturbing Isabel's pee. Or whatever mm. she was doing, and then, 
and that's a good point you made that Michael seemed to be in control because when they, they were kind of recapping their powers. So Isabel said she control. They said Isabel controls thoughts. Thoughts. Michael says I move things, and Max was kind of like I don't know. I just rage and electricity and stuff happens. Something something. So we saw actually during that conflict when Max comes in, he actually, which surprised me, he attacked as a human would attack. Do you guys think they're suppressing their powers? Like someone like Michael is suppressing his powers and kind 100%. of forgetting about him? He's not using it to his full yeah. potential. And every time I watch one of these superpower shows, I always think that. If it was me, I would. I don't care Go what my superpower on. is. I'm going to use it to the fullest extent <laughs> of my ability. I'm not going to... Uh, Steph and I are on the Gifted panel, and we watch these superheroes, basically the mutants not using their power to their fullest potential at all, and we're getting upset. And I'm furious because I'm like, even if my name, if I was Chin Man, you would know, like, I would be the Chin, like, everyone would <laughs> but, know. I would just go around and be in an environment where your safety would be compromised. You live in a desert, George. You can go in the middle of the desert and practice your power 10 hours a day. Practice the power, but what, we, we saw what happened to Isabel in the desert. There's still people roaming there. They had to be low-key. Sure, but they were in an uh, inhabited part. It's a desert. Go somewhere yeah. else. Just go down the road. I, I'm just saying they had to have practice to be able to use their powers. In fact, we see in a flashback where Isabel's like, I'll change the teacher's mind who didn't want to let me go to prom. I'll change her mind. So she's practiced right. it before. They should have They should have used their powers from earlier age to intimidate the town. Then they wouldn't feel as outcasts and they wouldn't... They feel, okay, Machiavelli. I'm not <laughs> saying that they should have, should have used their powers to take over the world. What I'm saying is, this isn't General Zod here, okay? What What's I was saying... like a coup or something? Yeah. <laughs> what I was saying is that, that they should was... just be very aware of their powers and who they are. I feel like they need to investigate themselves more. That's why they have such a hard time with who they are now, because they didn't investigate. They're like, what are we, some murderous aliens that came here just to kill? Well, yeah, they you- forget about everything. The whole it, No one questioned Isabel incident, what happened with the Rosa thing. They just let, let it slide and let it move on without ever... Just it, they let them haunt haunted them basically in their dreams as Max talked about him having these dreams constantly, but yet they right. never ask questions or follow up. It just seems weird they wouldn't right. do that. Well, yeah, they did say I have a note here. One day we were children, and then we were something else after the murder. So I think what happened is they stopped exploring because the murder just happened too soon. Imagine being kids. And now you murdered someone. You're shocked. You don't want to explore that anymore. You get shot in the hood every day, they, they, B. It'd be all right. <laughs> they're, associating, they're associating their powers yeah. with murder. So they don't see it internally as this gift or a blessing. They see it as something that's going to harm people. Mm, strong, strong. Well, you know what doesn't harm people is after buzz. Uh, Definitely Jim. doesn't. We like to thank all of you out there for making us the ESPN of TV talk and joining us every week on this Roswell panel, but we do need your support. So when you're watching it on YouTube, subscribe, comment. We love hearing your comments. We want to hear what what theories you guys might have that align with us or maybe teach us something we haven't noticed yet. And if you're listening on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, comment there also. We really use your help, and we could use it for sure, and like engaging with you guys. So keep on supporting us. It doesn't cost you anything, and being part of AfterBuzz has meant a lot to me personally because I get to talk about Roswell, New Mexico with you guys and debate all these mysteries and Rosa and aliens right now. So keep on supporting us. We really appreciate it. We do, and you guys are all part of our panel 
if not more than us. So thank you so much. We do respond to the comments below. And of course, Steph Sabra is in the booth on the live read. Sure, yeah. she's dead on the inside, but on the outside, she's live. <laughs> so <laughs> let's discuss. <laughs> thank let's, you. I like that. So uh, <laughs> Steph liked it too. Listen, let's talk about prom, okay? Prom, I don't know how your prom went, but this prom went amazing and horrible at the same time. It went, it went amazing <laughs> yeah. for Max. Depends for who, right? Bad for everyone else, I thought. Listen, one thing we, we got to see is my boy Your was, boy Kyle lost it. The varsity, I mean, <laughs> homecoming king, varsity top-notch guy. He's probably the quarterback. This guy was rolling. Now we know the backstory of he was the man, but then he gets dumped over the fact that he gets in a little squabble. No, with, no, 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 no. He showed his, like, true color. Like, that was actually a, that. to pick on someone for being gay. He, he, okay, so basically Alex called him out on it there and put him in a bad position in front of Well, Liz. that's because Kyle did it to himself. So we remember the episode before where they're discussing how uh, Alex basically goes, you used yeah, yeah, to pick Cal- on me right. to make yourself liked by other people, even though we used to be really good friends. And Kyle is questioning why he did that. Clearly showing like a change in character. Yeah, he, but he maturity. did. He made a scene out of it though. He did make a scene and out of it. He punched Alex. Right. Yeah. Wrong. I, well, Alex knocked him back too. So. Sure. I, He's like, supposed to. You basically called him. He called him a, a, a faggot. That was the whole. That was, they didn't the, the subtle. The that but that was subtle. the that was the subtle part of it. Yeah, the I, subtleness I, I, was that that's what he said. And that's very, very wrong. And, and I'll tell you what, I liked how Liz did stand up in that moment because we've, you know, a lot of people have questioned her character or motives as she's shifting around and doing things. But what that was refreshing to me to see Liz stand, not only just for Rosa, because that's been her main pur- purpose, but we show she cares about the people Exactly. She cared about people. Like, mm-hmm. that's one thing that made me like Liz more is that she's to, Kyle knew enough to act different in front of her because she wouldn't. Stand for that kind of behavior. Exactly. And this is a person who's clearly uh, in tune with social awareness and social issues because uh, she's faced, she's been a marginalized minority herself her whole life, being an illegal immigrant and a dreamer and a person who's known this country and not her parents' country. Her parents have come here for a better life. So she stands out, stands up for the underdog. And I love that because a lot of the times minorities only stand for their own respective community and she stepped over. To another minority who's being discriminated against and she, stood up for them. She did. But here's a counter thing. Because how did she – unless she suspected of Kyle doing this on a regular basis, that could have been a he said, she said kind of thing. This is the first time she sees it up close, Kyle being accused of that, and she right away makes a judgment on it. Yeah, but it's, it came off as if Kyle's not – Kyle's kind of a dickhead. He, or, Let's be real. Well, yeah. <laughs> or, or at least guilty. I don't believe that Kyle denied – Saying it all together, he didn't deny he didn't it either. Deny he didn't deny basically, it. in front, Alex called him out on it, and then Kyle was and like, "He was stuck in no man's what, territory." What you, like, oh, you're right. gonna do this in front of Liz? And no, he was like, actually, oh, you're he gonna said, be a different person. He specifically repeated something. He said, "You know, I like tacos, and you like hot dogs." <laughs> hot yeah. dogs. He added more fuel to the fire. Yeah, he, he definitely is. He was taunting him. Yeah, and 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 you know what? I was actually very enamored with Liz at that moment because Liz hasn't always I haven't always had a good place in my heart for Liz because she's been wishy-washy up, yeah, up and down and the way she treats Max oh is Teron team Liz now is that uh, it's not that I've never been I've always been more team Liz than anyone else and I've been shipping Max and Liz but I also 
liked Liz more in this episode, and I liked Max less <laughs> because of what happened later. I, oh, okay. I felt I, I liked Max less because he became wishy-washy, yeah. and Liz was able to stand up. And also in that incident, Max didn't do anything. Michael stepped up Michael. and pushed Kyle away Mike, and, Michael is a and man grabbed Alex. Integrity. He, he does yeah, have we're learning about a lot about Michael a lot. Every yeah. week we seem to he takes the fall for everyone. This is like the second or third week he's yes. volunteered to do that. He, he was pinned originally that he was like the bad guy, the one that's a troublemaker, but he is clearly becoming the guy that's he's the, the most mature. Uh-huh. He's the most percent. mature he's martyr, the martyr of that group. He, he gets he's he's clearly being abused by his adopted parents, where they tried to do an exorcism on him because I Jeez. guess he probably demonstrated that's his powers. What it was. He demonstrated his powers. That's what was. The arm and everything. Right. They they basically are possibly extremely conservative religious family, and he might have demonstrated some type of power in front of them, and they tried to uh, take it out of him. And he needs to leave the house, and to the point where by high school he's living out of his truck for real. Yes, you know he steps up with Liz, uh with Rose's murder, and he tries to take the rap for it, and he basically does so that his sister doesn't take the uh, the abruptness. For her own personal psyche. Right. I mean, Michael comes out being, I'm way more Team Michael than I oh, am. Oh, yeah. Else it's right hard now. not to yeah, be. Yeah, he seems like the the real kind of genuine guy that legitimately, if anyone, I know they talk about always like, well, they love, they, Max loves Li- uh, Isabel and vice versa, but like, I think Michael loves them the most because he's always trying to actually step up in a moment where they and need him. And he's always trying to impress them. Even with Michael, uh, he gets into a really good school or something, and Isabel's just not impressed. Right. Oh, right. You that- and them. I don't know if she wasn't impressed, but she just d- despises the thought of any of them leaving. Sure. And leaving her behind. But she treats it, even when you see the prom photo... Her hands on Michael, on 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 Max, not on Michael. Right, he's like the black sheep he, of the crew. Yeah, Michael's clearly always the outsider, even when they're together. Yeah, N- not that they don't love him, but they always give him the one step behind. I want to get to the root of that. He's I the middle child the, of the family, you know. Yeah, I, I still have that question in my mind. Well, because he was adopted by another parent, which why wasn't he adopted it with them both? I mean, there were just a lot of things that happened and going on, and we're finding a lot more about Michael, and especially his love interest with Alex. So let's talk about that. Michael and Alex, we see the beginning of their relationship. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Hot and steamy from the start. Well, it wasn't from the start. Well, not from the first interaction. There right. was like, you could tell there was some tension, and Alex is this like uh, like emo kid with the earring and his, the nose ring and the whole thing. Very different than the Alex we see now, who's followed his father's footsteps. Right. Alex was catering to Michael. <laughs> I, I believe that that was the number one appeal that Michael saw to Alex. Alex, someone who is holistically caring for him. As we said, we've seen Michael care for everyone else and him feeling rejected by his parents, having Alex step in and even at one point said, why can't I do something nice just to be nice? Mm-hmm. He f- and gave him the guitar, gave him a place to stay in the sheds. So he didn't have to be in the truck. He really felt catered to. And as we learned, that was his first experience with a man. And his catering was enough to win, win his love over. It was easy to do that, but I I understand it because that's the first time we even see on this show someone doing something for Michael without him doing it first for them. Even his closest friends and Max and Isabel, here we see Alex actually 
showing something without getting anything in return. Well, I, I like the I like the concept that Alex and Michael, when they're together and they actually are going through with it, Michael has a conversation with Max and then realize, makes that self-actualization where he's telling Max, you should go for it, and then really is telling himself. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to, to where Alex is working at the movie theater and the Alien Museum movie theater thing and goes, let's... Let's talk in private. We knew what that meant. Yeah. They go People back. aren't seeing their movies. That's yeah. what it meant. They're waiting in line and no <laughs> one's there to sell a ticket. It meant that they went back and they they shipped. And when they did, they it was the first time. And then Alex says, uh, have you ever done this before? And, and Michael's like, yeah, I've done this, but not with a guy and not with someone I, I actually like. That was deep. Yeah, it was like a strong mm-hmm. scene. It was very passionate. It was very intimate. It was cool until dad shows up. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Oh, that was harsh. Yeah. <laughs> and then once again, when dad shows up again, you see Michael running in the face of harm and he yeah. took the hit for Alex. That's, yep. a, that's a great point. This he, guy's he stepped a hero. up. He is. And throughout all these like love relationships, we see, and I always believed in the shipping of Alex and Michael, we see that Michael has fought harder for his love interest. More than anyone else out there. He's putting his body on the line literally for that. So. Yeah, because the dad took the hammer. Yeah, what did you guys think about that? That was picked up the hammer. Alex got scared. Michael steps up. And then, like, from what we can tell, he bashes. And, and yeah. Alex was going to get Michael, hammered, no pun intended. And this is deep. <laughs> <laughs> and, this, and this may be going too deep. I caught on to something when Michael gives the Jesus reference when they're performing the exorcism. Well, the story of Jesus, he had the power to save himself and didn't. And in that moment where the father was attacking Alex, we knew that Michael could have just thrown him. But it was almost like he wanted to be the sacrifice, the sacrifice, and he took the pain. And, and that, that's what mm. that's what surprised me a lot. I was expecting him to use his superpower then, and he didn't. He literally took the pain for the. It was a reaction, though. I think he didn't even have a time to think. He about didn't, a super- as far as we know, because yeah. they did cut. But that's a very interesting thing. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to know if he did use his power oh, or not on. if he used it or not and that's but then again i think that the master sergeant mains would have picked up on that and then went after them oh yeah that would have right. been exposed oh, right exactly. there so are we shipping alex and michael still yeah even more so now yeah, i i'm definitely st- i'm a michael fan M- mike lex michael really has mike grown lex. on all of us i think in the last yeah. couple of weeks he was kind of like the forgotten guy no one cared about because he, he didn't have that many redeeming qualities initially first couple episodes and now he's got a ton of them He's, yeah, and, and they're they're creating this backstory that makes him endearing. Mm-hmm. I no longer see him as this villain alien. I see yeah. Michael as a superhero. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a he good is. guy. Uh, let's talk Max and Liz because that was the other love story that was working simultaneously while we were we were getting a lot of Michael and Alex. We got a lot of Max and Liz, and we saw these parallels. We saw from the start of the end of Kyle Liz with the prom till. Let's hang out and go on an adventure instead right. of do our do our homework. Mm-hmm. Adventure turns out to just be drinking beer and hanging out. And attempting to kiss, I guess, or getting close to your and, face. And let's not forget yeah. teaching teaching salsa. Look, I've, I've seen the friend zone happen before, but this is the first time on any show and in life I've seen someone get put on hold. Oh. She gave him the hold button. And yeah. I was like, whoa, this is Forever new, hold. new. The hold the button. Hold. And then I'm thinking, so with that hold being done, we see that Max said in earlier episodes, I waited for you. Has he been waiting? Is that the moment where the hold button was pressed? Well, I remember 
another flashback on two episodes ago, three okay. episodes ago, where Max, as an eighth grader, was also in love with Liz. Yes, and in a, like he's he's been in love with her. He's been in his love his entire adopted life with these this family. And did he did he just sit back the whole time and watch Kyle take over? That's right. He he didn't have the guts until this senior year, which actually happens a lot even in high school, let's be very honest, when it comes to senior year and you realize that there's a sense of urgency and you have the least to yeah. lose because you're going to go on summer vacation and go off to your respective colleges, a lot of people tell people their feelings and and create that that moment that should be on, you know, an episode of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> so, so when I saw Teron and Jim react to this line that Liz says about, you know, girls shouldn't change your plans for a guy. Oh, yeah. Man. But then Max even says, I'm going to change my plans I'm gonna for you. I'm going to be the guy that changes and for a girl. And then I was expecting Weak. her to remove the hold button, but she said she wanted to wait till they got to the Grand Canyon or the Empire State Building. Yeah, and if Rosa hadn't died, Max would have went along with that road trip and things would have went very different. Oh right, I didn't factor that. Yeah, because she just gets up and leaves, conforming to her. This girl's not giving him enough for him to be chasing her, going on her trips, and doing all these things. For I've been saying that since day one. He's just literally begging himself to be that's following only if you think emotions must be reciprocated. See, the concept is if you really like someone, you like them despite, in spite, and. But that becomes creepy. When does it become creepy? When does it become creepy when you start becoming, when you impress it on them, and that's when it's creepy. However, to be a fan of someone, to actually have an emotion, you can't control emotions. It's it's not a logical response. To He's stimuli. almost a groupie at this it's point. Illogical. He's a less groupie. Sure, I think yeah, Jim. That's the make... best kind of relationships, though, is when you're a groupie for each other. You are the biggest fan and supporter of the other person. But to be, I agreed. But I don't think she's feeling she that. In, she believes in him, and there's a lot of emotion going with her. But she's the more logical of the two. Is it just me, or did you notice the pacing shift after he couldn't salsa? <laughs> I thought that was a turn off. That's asking okay. a lot of he him. Okay. Salsa if he had been able to move, to move to Kyle moves, uh, yeah, uh, I feel uh, like Kyle. I feel like Kyle could dance. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah so sure. and that's a deal breaker. That's what I'm time. saying. I actually. St- Okay, it's not that I didn't like Max more. I didn't like Max in this role when it came to Liz. Because he wasn't confident, he wasn't sure, he wasn't this grown-up Max that we've come to see. He becomes, he reverts to this high school Max every time he's around Liz. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing the actual beginnings of it. And I lost sympathy while gaining empathy for his character. Empathy, but did you also see a sense of sincerity? The question that's been lingering in a lot of the shows, does Max really love Liz? And if this doesn't prove that he was sincere, although the whole Rosa thing happened, this episode led me to believe that Max was indeed sincere about his feelings to Liz. It gave me that reassurance. George, what if he has a major crush, a childhood crush, and it's because he can get her, it makes him pursue her the more chase. and develop more. The chase of not getting anything Is from that her. what we think that's happening here? I, I think so. I think there's a George, lot of that. I don't know if it's a chase because how much ego is involved when she... when If you're willing to wait, are you chasing? If you're willing to wait that long, long of a well, span... Well, she hasn't given him any indication. Once, If she gave him an indication, if she like... Basically said, uh, con, you know, confirmed her feelings for him and all that. Maybe that would have altered or shifted. Maybe his chase for her wouldn't be as persistent and desperate. Steph, is anyone in the chat saying anything different? <laughs> yeah, we need to know. Uh, no, the last question was, 
Can you ask the panel from Billie Jean Girl 24? Can you ask the panel if they think that Isabella has a mental disorder? Like, oh, we're, we're definitely going to get into the Isabella when it comes to Isabella and Rosa. And that was a strong, that's our next topic for sure, for sure. But we want to hear from each and every one of you, especially in the comments below. Do we think that Max is in love with Liz or in love with the chase? One more from Billy Jean Girl 24. Max deserves better. Liz is making too Liz is making it too difficult. She won't even tell him how she Sheesh! Steph, if a guy yeah. chased you for like 20 years and you gave him nothing, would it be creepy after a while? Yes. There you go. Point proven. Is it creepy or is it hey, at least he respected my space? And it might become endearing that he's held on for so yeah, long. Yeah, it depends who it is, obviously. And how it depends on if he's trying. good looking or not. Yeah, I realize right. that has a lot to do <laughs> and with Max it. And Maxine that it's good usually, looking. Listen, if, this is how I've, I've seen this. This is two stories. Let's take scenario A. Scenario A, the girl goes to her locker, finds a note and some flowers from a boy who's really cute. Oh, my God. Do you know what Brandon did? He left a flower. He left <laughs> a note. It said, do you like me? Check yes. It only had yes. It was the cutest thing ever. Oh, my God. Brandon's so cute. Yeah. Let's say Brandon's not attractive, right? Glasses. So, so this is Chris Hemsworth, Brandon, and now we're going with Danny DeVito, Brandon. Okay. Oh, oh my God! There. Do you know what this creeper Brandon did? He left this <laughs> dying flower in this ugly handwritten note. It's like, do you like me? Yes, and didn't even leave a box for no because he's a creeper and a stalker. How did he even know where my locker was? Ah. Ron, I don't but necessarily guys, agree, but I don't have a strong counter argument for that. We have to be honest that. You- when ev- on both sides, when you shoot your shot, yeah, know that you're on the same level, like playing field as the other person. So yeah. if you have more personality than their looks, then yeah, you're on the same level. But if you don't have either, th- like please don't try. There's Jeez. a counter argument That's I right. wanted to think of, but I was incapable. That's why I tried. It, was, all the it time. wasn't a counter argument. It was a hand in hand argument. Hand yeah. in hand. Jim, what were you saying? No, I'm like that's why I try all the time. And someone tells me it's out of your league. There is no league. That's out of my league. No league oh, see? And that's why, that's why, that's why you get the comments you do. There is no league out of Jim's league. Do you think Isabel was in Rose's league? And let's talk about that because mm. I felt, okay, they didn't show anything and we kept waiting for that moment. You were hinting this. I, I, I've been hinting this since the beginning of the season. Yes. And this episode, they showed a lot of Isabel and Rosa and that roller coaster. Do you think... Let's let's answer Billie Jean's question. Does Isabel have a mental disorder? She well, what I know for sure, I can't assess a mental disorder. I would be prone to think that because of her unawareness of her actions. But I do think that she has some sort of a social unawareness because at one point it seemed like she was uh, laying it too heavy on Rosa, and Rosa wasn't comfortable. And even you see Rosa say, this is too much for me. Yeah, that's when she came in like she was about to uh, uh, like devour her it, from the back. It, it like rem- She did it like a guy. Like, R- rest in peace, uh-huh. Selena. But it reminded me of this obsession with the lady who, who, who killed the, Selena. Murdered yeah. Selena, yeah. That's what it rest felt like. It felt like. It felt like she was obsessed with Rosa. Bipolar, maybe? Yeah, see, I was thinking like, some that's type of bipolar. I'm Obviously, none of us are yeah, we don't qualified know to diagnose right. anyone. And we would never make light of mental issues and disorders because they're... Uh, and thankfully, this show is at least hinting at it. Yeah, but there's two things. Because remember, now she's got... A, in, in the future, she's got a husband and she's suddenly... Acting like she loved it yeah, at times. You know what? She's drinking all those acetones. Right, to so suppress clearly, that too. Maybe she's 
self-medicating. Like, mm-hmm. she's not that injured, so why is she drinking so many? Right. And that's only to heal, as we know. Yeah, there's something going on there. We see two different versions and this whole rage that she's talking about that we're expecting next episode. There's, like, an alien side maybe of her coming out. Like, it's a venomous yes, that alien like, and, and that's inside of her. It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't shock me if the female of the species is Whoa. the most dangerous because that is the case in a majority of of, mm. of species, that, including ours. Steph Sabra is a perfect example of that. Oh, my gosh. Sharon, so, stop that. that. That's one theory. My theory is this. I believe that it's it's a conspiracy and Isabel, someone tapped into her power and is controlling her mind, and I think it's means. As oh. in someone else is tapping in. That could be a... Because there's got to be something more with the, with the blackouts, right? So let's talk Isabel and Rosa, mm-hmm. their relationship. Rosa's as confused as we are. One, yes. one second, Isabel's warm. The next second, she's cold. They're good friends, and then she's denying her at the diner. Right. And, and she was harsh too like uh i'm not taking applications for new friends yeah. that sounds like something i would say so it was bad and I just yeah but what I, do you think is there first of all are they romantically linked yes uh, yes i definitely think they're romantically holding linked. hands right yes and you saw the body language of isabel moving towards her in the diner later at night i did see a parallel between the strictness of liz and rosa's father and the strictness of Alex's father. And I believe that Rosa feared for her identity to be re- to be revealed in, in, in her father's restaurant. Because we saw the father grill Kyle. And that was kind of scary. Talking about Chapman Mountain. So, so I think that Rosa was hiding a lot from the family. And that's part of the reason why she was pushing away Isabel. Out of fear of judgment. There might be a love there. Like a strong love that we have not seen on well, this show. It, it affected Rosa. It certainly did. And first of all, shout out to Rosa. We finally get to see her for the first time this season. And it Not made in a me flashback. like her. Yes. It made me finally like Rosa. Now yeah. I am intrigued right, by her Because we didn't care about her at that point. Exactly. Last time we were talking about like we were just over the storyline. But now we get to see her. We can connect with her. We see what she's like. We see what she is around these characters. And she's got a lot of issues going on, but she's got redeeming qualities, right? Uh, she's kind of a victim of her surroundings in a lot of ways. People messing around with her like Isabel is with her feelings and emotions. And you can see why she might have been taken to this path. And there's that mention of her having a man that wants to take her away and clean her but up. the way she says it, she's like, oh, it's not a guy guy. As in she yeah, gets exactly. that there's something. That was, not to worry all these about. little things were hints. Was that to a reference to Valenti? Was it a Kyle's reference father? to Valenti or the dealer? We don't know. Oh. It was interesting. But it wasn't a threat to Isabel and her. It's yeah. a guy who's also getting clean. So it would be interesting uh. if Kyle's father was was on drugs and he was trying to sober up and we just didn't well, know well, about it. Didn't he him. have the little lab downstairs? Was that for Rosa from the previous episode? I mean, that's what we we're thinking. We don't know. We're getting to find things out and I'm glad we slowly are. Even though yeah. it's slowly, it's definitely surely. And it's way more intriguing now than before. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Because everything's connecting. And I do think, speaking on the relationship, to, uh, I think that Isabel's the one writing those love letters hmm. to Rosa all along. I... I I have always shipped that theory, yeah. so I have to be on board. You're, you're a prophet of some sort. No, you I'm just called saying, that one early. I'm, I'm shipping that early. theory yeah. of Isabel Rosa and Isabel and the letters, and it's because that's the person we would have least suspected, and it's also the person we least suspected in the murder. So let's yeah. talk about Rosa's murder because now we actually got to see at least the second after the murder. So we see we come into the 
cave and Isabel is holding Rose and it's like, I did it for you. D- didn't she do some finishing move like Mortal Kombat where she snapped her neck? That's Something what happened. Yeah, definitely finished her off. Used her powers for sure. Something, something yep. happened. We don't know. Definitely killed the other two girls, and for sure. I so did that. Rosa find out Isabel and figure out that Isabel's an alien? Because remember, Isabel goes, she couldn't keep a secret. She she was gonna tell something yeah. like that. I had a different theory. My first theory was that she found out she was cheating on. Um, Isabel found out she was cheating on her. Like Rosa was found yeah. out. Yeah. Isabel guy. found out Rosa was cheating on Isabel. Yeah, and that was her reaction. With, that was my initial with reaction. Kyle's dad or whoever. Perhaps? Yeah. Someone else, or maybe with I, I another girl, Kyle's maybe one of those two was, girls that were there. I think Kyle's dad was a good guy trying good to help guy out. helping her. The maybe two girls, two girls, Rosa to deal drugs, and then Rosa wanted their validation and approval. Isabel got back at them for writing "Go back to Mexico" on the car because remember, oh. she's like, I mm-hmm. thought they were my friends, and and that's why that whole "This is a lot, you're a lot" happens. Oh. So much happens close. Uh, Isabel. Rosa finds out that Isabel's an alien. It's like, what? Yeah. What are you? And she's like, she's like, I'm gonna. T- oh my, I gotta tell. Did and she she's say like, something like, I did this for us? I did for this for you. So I here's, so you. here's what I think happened. Now, Isabel kills the friends who are hating on her. Said, go back to Mexico. And Rosa goes, Oh my God, I have to report this. And then she goes, I did this for you, and then kills her so she doesn't blow their cover. Boom. I mean, there's just a lot. But that's a lot. If you love someone the way apparently Isabel and Rosa love each other, would she kill her over that? Like, I don't know if that would be an initial You know what? I'll tell you something that's very real, and it might be funny just because it's so tragic, is the concept of the person who's most likely to murder you is a person you know and or are in a relationship I've with. I've heard that. By far. Not even a little. The stranger, the black guy in the hoodie, all those things. The the, the, the motives are different, right? All I that mean, stuff yeah. is, is is okay. That's Those are just really specifically stereotypes. The truth is, look to the guy that you're in bed with, and that's the guy who's way more wow. likely the to The jealousy, kill probably, just and all anything, that. anything. Yeah. It's, it's actually extremely tragic. Mm. That's why I said, ha-ha, tragedy. Um, Isabel's blackouts, what are they? Her not being able to handle the, the the stress and all that's put on her. I just don't think she can handle any secrets or anything. All the pressure that she has to kind of take care of the guys in her mind is just something she can't handle. And I think these are the reactions of it, her body's reactions to these things. I still think it's a outside interference. Mm. I, I do- George. I agree. Yeah. Go on. I do see the character flaws in her obsessiveness sure. and love for Rosa, and I just think that's just her being obsessed with Rosa. But when she blacks out and does these actions, nothing in Isabel's character has led me to believe that these are her doings. But she's aware of them. She did say, oh, it's coming. I know it's coming again. Bla- right? She's aware she's of the blackouts, but she doesn't remember what happens when it happens. happens. But I'll tell you why I agree with George, and I'll tell you, because when remember when she... Basically, well, from what we think murders Rosa, right? Uh, Michael and Max get this, it's like a screech, and they're like, uh, yeah. and they fi- figure out where she is. And oh. it's like, what if there's another alien that's also controlling her, or huh. somehow? And I think it's another alien. I still think there's another alien. There's a fourth alien. It has to be. Now, I never believed that. Now I'm starting to think that there is a fourth alien. And was that cry that Teron mentioned? Do you think that that was a signal being sent from Isabel saying, save me? 
here's my location. I mean, it was some type of, they can kind of sense each other. They've done that before. Yeah. They've done it before. Uh, And and here, let's get into the group of the cover-up. What did you guys think about that? Is the cover-up with Max setting the car on fire and then Michael using, no, Michael using his powers to lift the girls is like, we have to cover this up, lifting them, putting them in the car, driving the car with his mind, with his telekinetic abilities, and then Max setting it on fire. And then, especially with Liz showing the picture, this is what you did to my sister. This is what you did, and you covered it up, and you made us the target. For 10 years, we had a point. She had such a strong point. But Jim's pushover Max is a little more gangster than we give him credit for. He set that car on fire. He did set the car on fire with his energy. (laughs) Yeah, back then. I mean, that's the only thing that's like... Like, are you mobile or complicit in this murder? Yeah, that's... That's harsh what he did there. Do we think that it's right that Liz is like, I never want to see you again, Max Evans? No question. Yeah. Yeah. How how could she go back? She doesn't care about him enough. She doesn't love him enough, as we've been saying all along, for her to forgive him after now she knows this. So look, I'm not not as, and I got to defend my boy Max here. I'm not as mad about him setting the car on fire because... She was already dead. No, True. no. She was already dead. That's, that's accessory after I, the fact. I, I, buddy. Yeah, little... they could have maybe brought her back to life. They did he kind tried. of attempt No, no, no. Ma- he did try. Max yeah. tried, and he said, he goes, I'm not strong enough. Yeah. And that maybe we could reconnect to what was mentioned earlier. Maybe that signal that was sent out, that interference maybe in Isabel, made them all weak, weaker. It shook them up. But, but Max, where I feel he went wrong, where I will even admit that, is to let her f- sister's legacy get tarnished, to let her family experience hate crimes and their whole reputation be ruined in the town and to know that this didn't happen and to not try and do something if you really love Liz, that's where I kind of fell off a little bit. He didn't have enough incentive. I will defend him for once. (laughs) The role reverse all here. Why? Because Liz was gone. So why wouldn't he protect his people closest to him, Isabel, Michael, and and take the heat off of them if Liz is not even in town. So in that case, he didn't have enough incentive to to I'm a, support that I'm point. I'm going to say something that's real because you said his mistake was not – what did you say? Like, like letting the, – the biggest – well, maybe the outcome of his uh, undoing – is that he let the reputation of the family get, get tarnished, tarnished, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. George. Yeah. You know what he shouldn't have done? Ever tell Liz. Listen, <laughs> he should have just not said right. anything, stuck to the drunk driving idea yes. to help her story, and let that go but, because this is but that this, this is the X factor. You don't know. This is a ruin your yeah. life, ruin the, but, but there that is goes no statute of to, limitations on murder, buddy. But, but that goes back to yeah, he may not be confident enough to share the truth, but at the end of the day. He is sincere. How does she forgive him for this? How does she forgive him? There's no way I can see. I got to go with Jim on this, bro. Going forward, he admitted to killing his sister and covering it up. There's no love. There's no. You can ship that. That romance is getting shipped across the ocean. The romance, but I'm saying you don't get over that. You don't get over that. Yo, Solange went after Jay Z. That's all you have to know. And that was over possibly cheating. This is you murdered the sister. If they bring him back together and she has feelings for him, then that ruins every credibility and everything. <laughs> Got everyone at home. Let's play who, who, you, who, you. Our special segment. Let's pick a scene or a character in the show that relates personally to you, George. <laughs> this is embarrassing. So you can might be able to tell by my necklace, but when when I was in high school, there was this trend about chokers. And I always wanted to wear one. A choker? And, and I, gotta yeah. give, I gotta give props to Alex. That's Not fine. Not only did he wear Yo, a choker. I'm glad you like it. Hot dogs are t- delicious, bro. I don't mind. <laughs> he wore a handcuff. It was a handcuff choker. And I was like, 
that takes confidence. I, Alex strikes me as like a very confident person. And the fact that he wore that, knowing that he was being scrutinized, I wish I had enough confidence to go back in high school and wear that choker that I wanted to wear. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad you did it. Jim. I actually, I will admit this. I actually had a Max moment okay. recently, and I couldn't it. close the deal and even kiss the girl when it was setting up for that. Okay. I actually did not come through in a moment, so that was relatable, I guess. Felt it. I appreciate that. Yeah. What I, who, you, Tehran, I'm going to go with the moment where Alex and Michael we're in they're about to get passionate and then Michael spits so much game and he's like yeah I've done this before but yeah. you know not with anyone I've ever liked like he spit game at that moment and I was like get it like that's such a Tehran thing that, that like you true. you were going to close the deal but he spit game just to make it extra yeah. now do I believe him maybe but the game the game is real. Yeah, that's what Alex it is. knows he's in for an experience. Steph Sabra, drop the predictions. Mm. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Jim, what's happening next week? I think or in the future, one of the people on the show that one of our main characters is an alien that we don't know about. So it could be either Ooh. either Kyle, either Alex. Someone's an alien here. Uh, maybe even Liz or Rosa. Okay. I don't know about any of them, but maybe someone we know is an alien. I like that a lot. If someone's an alien, Maine's the alien. He's the evil alien. He's the one controlling Isabel's mind, which causes her to kill. But now Isabel thinks that it's not someone controlling her. She thinks she's a problem. In the end of the episode, she says, what are we, murderers? All right, then. I think that Isabel's going to go on a killing spree. Interesting. I think Isabel did something during the blackout that we haven't seen yet, and it's going to be something really big, bad, and extremely ugly. I do think there's another alien, possibly someone we've already met, but no one we know. We'll find out as we get right back into Roswell, New Mexico. This is episode six, season one. Where can people find you, George, if you want to be found? Find me at Mr. George Corey on the gram. Tehran, spell my last name. K-H-O-U-R-I. Jim? Find me on all social media at the Jim Alexander. A-L-E-X, whatever, Ender. Yeah. No, this is the thing. <laughs> Pretty and much find it. me at I am Tehran all across the board. That's I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N. And on a slew of other AfterBuzz after shows as I host and panel everything that's good. See you guys next week. We don't know what to do, but they will tell us. Bye, guys. Roswell, same bat time, same Roswell channel. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.